to the Barbie movies that made us on 90.3 KRNU. Today we will be discussing Barbie, Fairytopia, and Bibble, and our boy <laughs> Bibble. In Barbie Fairytopia, Barbie plays Alina, a wingless fairy in the land of Fairytopia. Laverna, our antagonist, has kidnapped the guardians of Fairytopia as she attempts to take over as ruler of the land. Alina hears of this plot and decides that she must stop Laverna and save Fairytopia. Slay! Slay. It's a pretty simple plot overall. It really is. And it is their first original plot line of a movie. Because before, we had, obviously, Swan Lake and Rapunzel and the Nutcracker, which are all pre-existing things. And then Princess and the Popper. A riff off A riff off of Prince and the Popper by Mark Twain. So, like, this is their first original thing, and then they turned it into a trilogy within the Barbie cinematic universe, the BCU, if you will. And it's just so good. So good, so iconic. So iconic that for my 20th birthday, I bought myself from Amazon some teacups and a teapot that were flower-shaped because it reminded me of Barbie Fairytopia, and then I could have Barbie Fairytopia-themed tea parties. Uh, because it looked like the flower peony that Alina lives in. Because, yeah, this is fairyland, so people sleep in flowers. Yeah, name. and it's so cool, and I want to live there so bad. I want to go to there. I want to go to there. <laughs> it really is a wild situation to think about actually living in a flower versus yeah. Alina chilling in a flower. Mm-hmm. But I also love the vibes. And it was basically a smart house, but it was That's a flower that was alive. And I love how she gets concerned, like, when the flower gets sick. She's yeah. like, oh, no. Well, Peony. Peony, no. And everyone else is like, freaking out because they can't fly. And she's just, what's going on? What? <laughs> what's oh, happening? Oh, you can't fly? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Must suck. Yeah, especially to the people who were bullying her about not being able to fly in the opening scene. Oh, yeah. We open this movie with with, bullying. (laughs) With Alina being just fully harassed by these three fairies. Just being like, you suck because you can't fly. Mm -hmm. And Dandelion was a sleigh for coming in and saving Alina. Absolutely. But bestie moment. Bestie moment. Yeah. I also, we have our comic relief villain sidekicks in this one again. Yes, I do. freaking love the funguses. We have so many sidekicks. Like, I think this is the most we've ever had. It's almost an ensemble. Yeah. Honestly. And it's so good. It's a whole army of these troll-looking things. <laughs> Every single one, to me, looks exactly the same. Yeah, they do. Good. Okay. Are they, are they not? I didn't know. I didn't know if you were like, oh, I this know, one like, has a chip I know, like, there's the main air. one. Yeah. Huh. But now I gotta think about that. Dang. <laughs> I didn't know if you were like, well, Fungus 2 has a chip in his ear, <laughs> or like Fungus 3 has an earring that you didn't notice. But. Yeah. All I know is that there's a main one, and then there's like an army of others. Yeah. There's Laverne's like right hand man, and then mm-hmm. the others. And I'm pretty sure she just calls them all fungus, right? Or yeah, at least yeah. the main one's name is fungus. I think they're all fungus. Because there's a moment within the movie where she's like, fungus, go do this. And there are three of them. Mm-hmm. And they all sort of turn to be like, me, me. Yeah. And she goes like, yes, all of you go. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love how they don't have names. <laughs> they're not even like fungus one, fungus no. two. They're just all fungus. Yeah, I love um, that. I love that for her. Um, also, Laverna mm-hmm. is kind of a baddie. <laughs> Please elaborate. Please explain. She's kind of like, okay, so she's not the greatest villain to have ever existed, but her attitude's pretty slut, if that makes sense. Her attitude? Her sass? Her sass, yeah. I do like the fight the bourgeoisie energy that she has. Yeah, yeah. The take over the world, especially, like, the fact that the queen is her sister. Yeah, that's... That's some dimension to it. Mm -hmm. I want to know what happened there. Honestly, me too. Like, I want to know... I want to know if it's a Tim Burton, Alice in Wonderland type thing. Yeah. With the white queen and the red queen. Did something happen in their childhoods? Was one of them exceedingly bullied for having green hair? Laverna has this moment with Alina where she's like, hey... We've kind of both been bullied. I can give you everything you want. You're just yeah. like me. And she tries to convince her to join the dark side. Full manipulation. And then it doesn't work at all. <laughs> it doesn't work because of the power of friendship. Absolutely. <laughs> this is why I don't think that I can show this one to my boyfriend yet. He's not ready. He's not We're ready. We're getting in there, but he's not ready for this yet. Because he doesn't like that. And everything was made better by the power of friendship because he's lame. Because he sucks. <laughs> yeah. And so I just, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. But after last week's episode, I almost went home and made him watch Princess and the Popper with me, even though he's nowhere near ready for that, uh, just because I wanted to watch it so bad. Good. But I didn't, oh, no. which was probably for the best, because it would have scared him away. <laughs> oh, no. He's not ready. He's not ready for the power of Princess and the Popper. No, no one is. And he's definitely not ready for the power of magic of the rainbow. He'd pass out. It's it's so powerful. He he'd would pass not. Out. He'd not. He wouldn't be ready for the uh, gay sexual tension between Nori and Alina. Yeah, and um, Mermadia. Mermadia. Yeah. yeah, Mermadia was my dad's favorite. My family Slutty. really loved Fairytopia. I had a poster of Fairytopia in my childhood bedroom. And my brother's favorite, I think, was Magic of the Rainbow. Because we would do the bibble and dizzle, like, nighty-nighty yeah. bibble poo thing back and forth in the hallway because it was funny. Nice. <laughs> over and over every night. And my parents would be like, shut up. <laughs> like the fake sun fairy was. Yeah. And then my dad's favorite was Mermaidia, even though we didn't even have a DVD copy of it. I think we rented it one time and I made him watch it with me. And he heard the fungus go the lefting, lefteroo. One time, he heard it one time, and to this day, I'm anytime I'm in a car with him and he takes a left, he will say that, and it's so funny. Good. We we love that. We love that. I love that. Yeah, and I think that this movie, the trilogy of movies in itself, are very iconic and like timeless in a way that like all members of the family can find something that they like in it. I agree. Or at least maybe I maybe it's just me and maybe I just made my family watch it so many times that they just sufficed. <laughs> like they just I can't think of the word I'm thinking of. Succumbed? Yes, thank you. Yeah. They just succumbed to the movie and yeah. its references and its jokes. And then they kind of just ran with it. You know what? And maybe. you know what? I'll take it either way. Exactly. Yeah, it's I just love this movie. It was very, very iconic to me as a child. Not as much as Princess and the Popper, but close. Yeah, I get that. Definitely close. This movie came out on March 8th of 2005, which was 
first of all, the first one that they had released in March, because before they were doing it where it was like every October, and then it was like every September around the same time. And then this was, 2005 was the first year that they started doing the spring-fall system. And so they released it on March 8th, 2005, which is five days after my second birthday. So (laughs) I feel old, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not old. You're a child. (laughs) I'm a child. But it's just one of those things. I definitely wasn't conscious enough when this was released, but it was around while I was growing up. Yeah. And so it was something that was very important to me. And I also think something that made it that iconic was the iconic writing duo that is Elise Allen and Diane Duane, who worked together on Barbie Swan Lake. But they didn't work together again after that, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Kind of like the director for this movie and his co-director mm-hmm. for Mermadia. Yeah, the director for this movie was Walter P. Martitius. I'm sorry if I say that wrong. And then the next movie in the trilogy, which is Mermaidia, was directed by William Lau and Walter P. And then the third installment, Magic of the Rainbow, was just directed by William Lau. And I feel like you can kind of see that yeah. that tone shift yeah. in, in the two films. Magic of the Rainbow is a little different from Mermadia and Fairytopia, I agree. if that makes sense. Yeah. There's just something about it, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, I can't place it, but something mm-hmm. feels different. And I feel like it's because Walter P's not, like, one of the directors. But he only directed those two, Mermadia and Fairytopia. So I wonder what the story behind that is. Yeah. We'll never know. Yep, we'll never know. But I think... What makes this movie iconic, the mm-hmm. most iconic, yeah. is the one, the only, Bibble. Bibble? What's a Bibble? Ready, Bibble! Bibble slays. Bibble slays. slays. Bibble slays. My brother suggested that we get matching tattoos of Bibble, and honestly, I can't disagree. I think you should. <laughs> honestly, I should. I think it would be a good sibling bonding activity. It would. It would be a good sibling bonding activity, and it would be a funny story to tell when I'm, like, old and gray and wrinkly, and yeah. I have this Bibble tattoo, and then my kids are like, what is that? And I'm like, it's a Bibble. <laughs> It's a bibble. It's a bibble. And then I'll play the movie on bold this of, old relic of a VHS tape. Bold of you to think that your kids and grandkids would not grow up with Barbie. Fair, fair. Also bold of me to think that I'll even have kids. Yes. All of this grandkids. is imaginary. All of this is imaginary. But in this hypothetical world where I actually have children, they probably would grow up with Barbie. But I think it would be funny to be like, oh my god, grandma? Oh my god. You have a bibble tattoo? You have a bibble tattoo? <laughs> I think that would be really funny. I think that would be very slay. Honestly. <laughs> bibble is also one of our comic relief characters. And for those of you who have never seen a bibble, he is just a blue and purplish pink puffball. He's literally a puffball. Like, that's yeah. what he's called. Like, yeah. that's his race of being is a puffball. And yeah. I think that that's really cool. <laughs> I love that for Bibble. I do. I love that for Bibble. I also love going kind of back to the Bibble tattoo thing. Anytime you look up, like, Bibble tattoo, by the way, you'll get, like, 20 Bible tattoos before you get Bibble. 
Unacceptable. And I think it's really funny and also bad. Yeah. <laughs> that is unacceptable. It should be all all Bibles unless it's a Bible that has Bibble on it because <gasps> that would be Bible. funny. But Bibble is a little blue and purple puffball. He kind of looks like Sully from Monsters, Inc. He does. If he looks Sully like a was a small fairy. Yes. He also has wings. Yes. He's a puffball with wings. He can fly. He can fly. He loses a tooth. He does. In, I Imagine. think it was... Yeah, I think it is Magic of the Rainbows when he loses a tooth. He, like, breaks it on a little, like, muffin cake thing. Yep. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bibble. He's so cute. He's the... He's... Yeah, he's the best side character. I of agree. all of them. Yeah. Of all of them. And there are some side characters that I love. I love the animals in Princess and the Popper, And I love... Um, Shiver from Magic of the Pegasus, which yeah. we will be discussing next week. And there are just some that I really, really love and some that I hate, like yep. Tika from The Island Princess. But Bibble is the king of all I anything. Agree. Bibble is the king of everything, as he should. That's why he's our rating scale Yeah, for movies. Exactly. So He's also, I think, one of the most supportive side characters. Absolutely. Because every time Alina pulls some nonsense, like she always does, mm-hmm. I don't hate Alina. It sounds like I do. But <laughs> she'll drag Bibble into her crazy schemes or, mm-hmm. like, get lost in a train of thought as Bibble is screaming her name because danger is happening. And yeah. he's just, he's always there for the ride. He's always giving 100%. And he's always sassy about it. Oh, and yeah. I love that for him. I love that for him. Absolutely. Every single moment of Bibble is iconic. Also, if you're listening to this, please look up Bibble iconic moments on YouTube and yes. you'll find the funniest compilations you've ever seen. I swear. <laughs> Bibble is a master of sass and also a master of nonverbal communication. The way yes. the animators did all of his facial expressions and gestures are just top notch. The animation is still bad. We're still talking 2005. Yeah. But he's he's got some sass in every single thing he does. And it makes for incredible lines and line delivery. It makes for incredible moments with the cast that he plays off of. Mm-hmm. Especially the butterfly that we get to meet. Yes. Their dynamic is iconic and I love mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love... Um, that like interaction between those two characters they're just so funny together i love them so yes much. i also love that um all of the fairies are named after a type of gemstone yeah and we have our iconic piece of jewelry which is the necklace that azura gave to alina and then the one that she gets later which is like her solidifying like necklace but Azura's plan was smart. Oh, yeah. Also, can I live in her house? It's gorgeous. <laughs> I love her house. And, oh my gosh, I was actually thinking about this the other day. But um, that moment when Alina meets Azura for the first time. And Azura welcomes Alina into her home. And she's like, what are all of these teacups doing on the table? What's yeah. all of that for? Are you expecting someone? I'm so sorry to intrude. And she's like, those are for the friends that I haven't met yet. And I was actually thinking about that the other day because I just ordered a bunch of friendship bracelet supri- supplies for right. the Eras tour for the Make the Friendship Bracelets like fan project. And when I was ordering it, 
I was like, these are for all of the friends I haven't met yet. And I was like. That's so sweet. I know. <laughs> and when we say friendship is, the like, the magic of friendship is what saves this movie, we're not kidding. Yeah, The thing absolutely. that snaps Alina out of the trance that Laverna puts her in, manipulation trance, mm-hmm. to get her to help Laverna steal the magic of the fairies so she can take over. Yeah, and make everything mm-hmm. dark and gray and yucky. Yeah. Azura. Azura says something like, remember the friends, these people are the friends you haven't met. Yeah. And she snaps out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Do it for the friends you haven't met yes, yet. Yes, that's what it is. Or something like that. And I'm just like, that's just such a good, good message. Because it's very easy to not care about certain subjects that don't pertain to you. Because they don't pertain to you. So it's very easy to be ignorant of things like that mm-hmm. if they don't affect you at all. So when you think of, oh, these people could be the friends I haven't met yet, then you're like, oh, well, those people could be important to me. And then it helps you think of something more than just yourself. Literally see that in the movie where Alina goes to that one dryad Mm -hmm. to be like, hey, Azura sent me to help out. And the dryad is just like, you're not Azura. I don't care about you. I don't care about, I don't care about someone taking over the world of Fairytopia because I don't know everyone in Fairytopia. Why would mm-hmm. I Why would I Why care? would I stick my neck out for someone who doesn't care about and me? And I'm pretty sure that's when Alina says, because they're the friends you haven't met yet. It is. And then the Dryad is like, okay, fine. <gasps> fine. Yeah. For Azura. And then they become besties. Yeah, and it's cute. It's it's very cute. They should kiss. (laughs) (laughs) They should kiss. No, that's 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 for her and Nori? Nori, yeah. Is it Nori? I wanna say Nalu, but I know that that's the prince dude. Mm -hmm. Also, those two gave me bi panic (laughs) when I saw Mermaidia. The bi panic I got from Nalu and Nori. Slay. Another interesting thing about this movie is that it is not a feature length film. A lot of the other Barbie movies are, like, an hour 20, an hour and a half, where it's like, yeah, we can we can call this a movie. Yeah, which is standard children and family movie size. Oh, yeah. And this movie is an hour 10. Barely hits an hour 10. Mm-hmm. And I will let the audience know that I did fall asleep four times while watching this movie. Recently? Oh, yeah, yesterday. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what it was, my guy. It's comforting. It's very comforting. So I, I get it. And the pacing is wild. Yeah. It's, it's, most of the movie is Barbie wandering around Fairytopia being like, hey, can you help me? Mm-hmm. Or like, it's a lot of that. And then we get the final boss fight, which is not my favorite type of movie. Yeah. I wasn't breathing. The hero's journey of sorts. Yeah. And sometimes that's great. It was not great for me at, like, 4 p.m. on a Monday. Oh, no, fair. That's when I take my best naps. So. Oh, yeah. So I got half an hour in, and I start. I was actively taking notes but was falling asleep on my paper. Oh, no. And then I woke up 10 minutes later, and I was like, oh, I'll just rewind it. And then... Rewinded it and fell asleep. And then rewinded it and fell asleep, and then I got, like, 20 minutes in, and then I continued watching till the end, and then I went back. And I fell asleep again. Oh my twice. god, me. And I did get through it once. After that, I was like, okay, we're taking a nap now. Oh yeah, I do that all the time. Well, mainly with TV shows. Like, I'll yeah. be watching a TV show, 
and I'll fall asleep and then I'll wake up and I'll rewind it and then I'll fall asleep at maybe like five minutes after I did the first time and then it just like over and over and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna just sleep yeah for a while and then maybe we'll start back up again so I rewatched it this morning and took my notes and we're good but nice I rewatched it multiple times recently one of my friends recently uh and when I say recently I mean like a couple days ago uh, went through a breakup and so I brought her over to my house and we were vibing and we were having our little Starbucks and we watched Fairytopia and then we watched Diamond Castle and nice. then uh, I took her to dinner. Good. <laughs> yeah it was it was very great and she feels much better now so I think the magic of Barbie the magic uh, healed, of the rainbow. Her, healed her broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of the rainbow and the Diamond Castle. So it was just, Barbie's one of those things that it, it brings people together. It heals all wounds, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, no dress transformation. Yeah. Alina stays in the same dress the entire time. But she does get wings. She does get wings. At the end. So that's like kind of a transformation of mm-hmm. sorts. Yeah. I also don't know what the rainbow in her eye super meant. Unless Maybe it was for Magic of the Rainbow. Like, it might have been for Magic of the Rainbow. It led up to that. I just don't know how you could foreshadow. Maybe it was like potential. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you have potential. (laughs) When a movie kind of ends, but you're like, you got a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. This is continuing. Yeah. Well, there are some movies where it's like they were planned to have a sequel and then they never got it. Yeah. Like I rewatched Green Lantern recently. And you could tell that it meant to have a sequel. And same thing with The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And just, like, different, like, superhero movies like that where, like, you can tell that they were going to have a sequel sequel, and they had, like, an end credit scene or whatever that, like, alluded to something more. Yeah. And then they never got it. And I feel like since this was their first original storyline film that they weren't planning far ahead for a yeah, sequel. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, they hadn't done that before. And then with the success of it, I feel like that's what mm-hmm. they were like, oh, okay, well, we'll do another one of those after we pop out Magic of the Pegasus first. Yeah. And then Mermaidia came out um, a year later on March 14th of 2006. Yeah. And I don't know why you would prep a sequel and then not do the sequel. Because mm-hmm. Magic of the Rainbow is the third one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Magic of the Rainbow is the third one. That came out two years later, on March 13th of 2007. So, I mean, maybe. Maybe Maybe. they were planning ahead, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think that that was their original intention, but I'm glad that it happened. I am too. I was just confused re-watching it, because I don't remember Magic of the Rainbow as well as I do the other movies. Oh, really? Yeah. I have the opposite effect. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, Magic of the Rainbow was the only one I had on DVD. Yeah, that makes so, sense. So, like, and I didn't have a copy of Mermaidia until recently. I don't think I had a copy of Fairytopia that wasn't on VHS. So, I watched the Magic of the Rainbow one more. Mm-hmm. Especially, I forced my brother to watch it with me more. Yeah. Um, And so, I remember that one more than I remember the others. Well, that's that's good. It's good for us. That's great, because I did not remember the rainbow in her eye thing. It was just like, what are you talking about? And it took me watching a Bibble compilation to be like, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember this now. We love Bibble compilations on this Mm -hmm. podcast. 
And then they also have a spinoff of Fairytopia, which is Mariposa. Oh, yeah. Because it's not like, it's in the same universe, but it's not really a sequel. Yeah. And then that has its own sequel, which I've never seen. Never even heard of. I only heard of it because I used to work at a daycare, and there was this one girl, and her name was Magdalena, but we called her Lainey, Mm -hmm. and she loved this book that was the se- about the sequel to Mariposa. And she would have me read it to her all the time because she was five and she could not read. And, <laughs> and it she had stickers all over it. And so that's how I know the plot line to that movie. But the book is a children's book. And so it doesn't have the whole plot line to the movie in it for the sake of time, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you can't read a chapter book to like five-year-olds. Yeah. I mean, you can, you but can. it's not. They're not it, gonna. Enjoy they don't it. have the attention spans for yeah. that yet. So it, that's the only reason that I know of it, but I've never seen it, and never. I think that it's weird just from the book that I've read. Probably the only thing I know about Mariposa is what I saw from the trailers. Have you seen Mariposa? No. <gasps> Bestie. Bestie. You're in. <laughs> I loved Mariposa. It okay. came out right before my fifth birthday. And so I got the doll for my birthday. And it had these wings that opened up and they were glittery Ooh. and magenta. And the glitter got everywhere. And I loved it. And they like, folded open. Ooh, yeah. It was so cool. Ma- so cool. <laughs> Barbie Mariposa's character design looks very cool from what I've seen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't, it's not like the can't fly thing, I don't think. But they have these monsters in it where it's, I can't remember what they're called, but they don't like light. And they Me have too. like these berries. Same. I literally have a hoodie covering like my yeah. eyes because I hate the big light in here. <laughs> But they don't like light, and there are, like, these berries or, like, plants or whatever that they grow in their kingdom that, like, keeps the, like, bad guys away. Ooh. Yeah, it's, like, a whole thing. It's on. It's honestly really slay, actually. And I had the dolls for it. So I, I think that that's going to be a really exciting episode to cover. But that's, like, a while out. Yeah. Are we ready for our bibbles? I think so. All right. Do you you can go your... first. <laughs> okay. I am so sorry. I rated this a 4 out of 10 bubbles. No, fair. Fair. Okay, good. I just, like I said, I fell asleep four times. And it's just, I don't think the original is as good as the sequels. Fair. And I know what's to come. And there was no musical numbers the yeah. thing that saved this movie was Bibble, and we love, we love Bibble. And he wasn't in there as much as I needed him to be for yeah. it to have a higher rating. Yeah. For for me, so, like, just to reference, like, some of my past ratings, we have Nutcracker, Rapunzel, and Swan Lake all at around, like, five, maybe six Bibbles. Princess in the Popper was at 20 Bibbles because it's Princess in the Popper. And um, I rate this one, I'd say, like, six. Yeah. Maybe six and a half, just because of, one, the iconicness that is Bibble, and two, the fact that it was, like, the start to such a great series. For me, Shrek 2 is better than Shrek 1. Well, yeah. But, like, Shrek 1's so iconic that you can't discredit Shrek. 
That's true. Okay. I feel like it's kind of the same thing, where Magic of the Rainbow and Mermaidia are such good sequels, and we know what's to come, that they're, like, obviously better than the first one, at least in, like, our opinions, but... There, you. It's just iconic. It's a good start. It's a good start to a series, and it like leads to more that we appreciate, and it gives us bibbles. So that's why I'm gonna give it like six, two six and a half bibbles. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Next week we will be discussing Magic of the Pegasus. And thank you for listening to the Barbie movies that made us on ninety point three KRNU.